His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Each life is made up of mistakes and learning, waiting and growing, practicing patience, and being persistent. That's Reverend Billy Graham right there. I'm Allison along with Rob and Jim. We're His Morning Crew on his radio. I'm still processing this. I don't know about you, and I know what happened yesterday, and I'm still personally processing all of this because I was thrown into the middle of making sure that we're talking about Billy Graham and getting all this content on about Billy Graham to honor his life. So I think it's starting to hit me now Yeah, because he's impacted just about every person that you can think of, if not directly, indirectly through somebody else's life that was impacted by Billy Graham. You know, one thing is the artists that we play on his radio that you have grown to love also have personal connections and ties to Billy Graham, just like I'm going home Chris Tomlin. Boy, this song is appropriate, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because Billy Graham is now at the feet of Jesus. Chris Tomlin gave us some of his thoughts about Billy Graham. Billy Graham and the Reverend Billy Graham. I mean, what? I mean, just when you say his name, there's kind of an honor that comes with it. And an incredible, incredible man. I mean, world known all over the world, kind of as obviously he was a pa- America's pastor, but really a world's pastor, really. And someone who's, uh, what I love about Billy is his reach was so far. It was so far to so many, through different cultures, through different doctrines of the church, through all these things, um, because he kept the message simple. And the message was, Jesus loves you that the gospel is real, that there is forgiveness of sin, and that and I think the, his life shows the power of the gospel, that you can speak on that your whole life, and, it, and it's a unifying thing, and it brings people together, and it never goes out of style. Billy Graham's never gone out of style, you know, and that's, a, that's an amazing thing, and what an influence he's been on generations, his generations, and, and all the ones below. And his influence is going to go on way, uh, way far into the coming generations as well. And amazing to be, to live in his time. And uh, what, what an incredible man. Very incredible. That was Chris Tomlin. And yeah, Billy Graham is now home, the place that he talked about for such a long time. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. If you have a personal story, we would love to see your story. You can text the word Billy to 800-447-7234. That's just the word Billy, 800-447-7234, and share your story right there. If you have, if you can share it in video form, that'd be awesome as well. I love all these Billy Graham quotes that are showing up now. I love this one. I don't need a successor, only willing hands to accept the torch for a new generation. And I think one of those people carrying the torch is Francesca Battistelli. And I mean, just the words in that song are so humble, which is exactly what people think of when they think of Reverend Billy Graham. And her life, Francesca's life, has been so impacted by him. Billy Graham was such an amazing man of God. Um, His impact on culture, on all of us, was so huge. And um, I think anything we can do to pray for his family right now, we should do. And, And just thank God for such an amazing man that he allowed to live on this earth for so long and have such a great, great impact. There will never be another Billy Graham, but there will never be another you either. And we can all share the message that Billy dedicated his life to sharing that Christ died for our sins.
Mornings with his morning crew. What I like about the man is the fact that he was extremely humble. Um, I think his granddaughter, Tarusha, was telling us how he didn't understand what the big deal, what the fuss was about him. You know, he's just preaching, mm -hmm. doing what he's supposed to do. Um, but then this humble man has world leaders that know him. I mean, they all know him and they all look up to him. It's not like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of him. They're all impacted by him, like... Uh, uh, President uh, George Bush on Fox, he was talking about the impact on his life. He, he had such a spirit about him. He's a gentle soul. I mean, here's one of the most famous people in the world. And in, in, in his presence, you realize how humble he is. And uh, his humility and obviously his love for God and Christ uh, can overwhelm the cynic. And I was a cynical person at the time. And uh, his, his spirit overwhelmed me. He is an effective messenger because of his charisma and his heart. Uh, I, I had the honor when I was governor of uh, uh, sitting behind Billy in San Antonio, Texas at a crusade, and it was an unbelievable experience, particularly when Billy called for people to come down to, uh, to commit, and uh, it was a remarkable experience, and he was a, a magnet. I mean, he, the interesting thing about Billy, though, is not a magnet to Billy Graham. That's what makes him so incredibly effective. It's, it, it's a magnet for a higher power. And that, and that's, you know, the truth is that he's so huge, he's so big that, I mean, leaders are like in his shadow, yet it, the thing is, he's totally not about Billy Graham, he's just a conduit, he's all about God, and that's why people are like, so taken back, because they're taken back by God. Hmm. I heard Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton once say that one of his first dates with Hillary was to a Billy Graham crusade, and yeah, he said it was one of their best dates. Yeah. I, I did not know that. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a good take. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> you know, if you have some memories and thoughts of Billy Graham, text the word Billy to 800-447-7234. That's 800-447-7234. You can leave your thoughts there or you can always give us a call. More than just pretty voices. We know where Billy Graham is right now. And if you want to know that too, without a shadow of a doubt, you can call our prayer line at any time. That number is 866-987-PRAY. Our prayer line Line is always available 24 hours a day no matter what your needs are someone is there for you my son knows the name billy graham but he's never experienced billy graham he's never been to a crusade he hasn't seen any specials he might have seen franklin graham from time to time or his grandson will graham because they both go out and do just what their dad used to do and make sure that the name of jesus gets into people's hearts into people's lives but if you're kind of like my family where you have a young one that's never really lived during the crusade era of billy graham and the impact that he had during that season in his life and of course it's continued on here is the message straight from Billy Graham and what he stood for as he lived on this earth. Is your heart right? Is your heart right? Is your heart right? Would you like to have a new heart? I tell you tonight you can. You say, well, Billy, how long does it take? That quick. The Holy Spirit is the one that performs the operation of regeneration. And in a flash, if you are willing to renounce and confess and acknowledge that you've sinned against God, you're willing to accept God's diagnosis of your heart. You're willing to accept the fact that your heart is sinful, that it's deceitful, 
that you've sinned against him, you're willing to acknowledge it, and you're willing to renounce and turn from your sins, and you're willing to come to Christ, who died on the cross and rose again, then he will give you a new heart, and you will go back to your shop, back to your office, back to your home, back to your responsibilities, to live a new life. That is a young and very vibrant Billy Graham giving the message so clear. And if that's something that all of a sudden just peaked in your heart and you're like, you know what? I think I really need that. How do I actually do that? Billy Graham later in his life, as he always has done throughout his whole life, led people to Christ by a simple prayer. And if you want to do that as well, you want to say, I need this Jesus in my life that Billy Graham was just talking about. Say this prayer along with Billy Graham. Now I want all of you to bow your head and I want you to pray this prayer out loud after me. Oh God, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry for my sin. I'm willing to turn from my sin. I receive Jesus as my Savior. I receive him as Lord. From this moment on, I want to follow him in the fellowship of the church. In Christ's name, amen. Now, I can't help but think the reception that Billy Graham got in heaven. I've heard a lot of people say that, that he got this big reception and there was celebrating that was going on. But I can't help but think this one thing, because you prayed that prayer right now, those words that Billy Graham just said, and you meant it in your heart. That celebration that Billy got going into heaven, you're going to get the same kind of celebration. And angels are rejoicing right now because of what you just did. Hey, if you'd like to talk to somebody, if you need some prayer, Allison gave that number earlier. I'll give it to you again right now. It's 866-987-7729. Welcome to your new life in Christ. His morning crew. Billy Graham had such a unique impact on this world, but there are so many people out there sharing the love of Christ just like Billy Graham. One of those people is Danny Gokey. Billy Graham was a perfect example of someone who completely and totally abandoned himself to Christ. What an awesome testimony of God's love and his dedication. You know, that there's a, that scripture verse that says, you know, Paul says, I'm going to go after Christ like he went after me. And, and Billy Graham went and did that. And I'm encouraged by his story, by his legacy. He's going to be missed. And I hope somehow that I can live to what he did and, and, and do the same thing. That's a hope all of us should have. Now, many of us know the name Mordecai Ham. He's the evangelist who led Billy Graham to Christ. But here's the interesting thing. If you follow that chain of events back, it will lead you to a volunteer Sunday school teacher named Edward Kimball. And if Edward Kimball hadn't shared Christ with a young D.L. Moody in a shoe store stockroom, who then led Wilbur Chapman to Christ, who then led baseball player Billy Sunday to Christ, who then shared Christ with Mordecai Ham, a boy from a dairy farm outside Charlotte may have never become the man of impact he became. And that entire chain 
started with a volunteer Sunday school teacher. Wow. And if that doesn't give you hope that you have the ability to impact the world for Christ, I don't know what will. Billy Graham managed to get that message to you, right? Through other people as well. And just think, when you share the message with somebody else, could be the next Billy Graham. Be faithful today. Stand strong in your faith. Text the word Billy, 800-447-7234. Let us know your thoughts about his impact in your life, too. His morning crew. This is such a sweet story that Jim shared just not too long ago. It's your, it's the person who helps take care of your parents, right? Right on uh, on Wednesdays, which was yesterday, and <laughs> and and when I came home, um, I told her she didn't realize he had passed away, and so she goes, "Yeah, well, I used to work at a uh, nursing home or some kind of senior se- uh, center, I guess in Asheville or some of the area." But she said that uh, these this couple would come in, and they said, "You know who who uh, who that lady is?" and then, the lady goes, I'm Ruth Graham. And he goes, oh, okay, it's Billy Graham's wife. And then Billy comes in. I guess he was parking the car or something. And they come and they visit a friend there. And, and little Ruth will push her around on the wheelchair. And she was a little lady. And this other lady of her friend was is, was a larger lady. And so you see this little lady pushing her down the hallway, just humbly taking care of the friends. And Billy would come in and just pray, get in a little circle with, with our caretaker and uh, somebody else and just pray. And then they all just slip out like just normal people. From White House to world leaders to helping out at a retirement community. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I know. And he thought nothing of it, I'm sure. It's like, that's just what we do. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Millions of people know Christ because of Billy Graham. And one of those people is Matthew West. watched a Billy Graham crusade on TV and his mom prayed with him to accept Christ. Now the funny thing is, Matthew West's dad is a preacher. (laughs) He says he likes to joke that he heard thousands of his dad's sermons, but it took one Billy Graham sermon to really make it stick. My life has been uh, incredibly impacted and deeply impacted by the life and ministry of Reverend Billy Graham and my personal story of how I came to know Jesus and ask Jesus in my heart is I'm a preacher's kid and yet uh, it was at the age of 13 sitting in my basement at the home I grew up in in Downers Grove, Illinois where I was flipping the channels looking for a Chicago Cubs game and instead I stumbled upon a Billy Graham crusade. Now being the preacher's kid uh, watching preachers on TV was not my favorite pastime. But this particular day, there was something that was prohibiting me from changing the channels. I was just fixated on how God was speaking through this man. He was inviting people to leave their seats at this auditorium and come forward. And he said it would be the most important decision that you would ever make in your life, and that would be to decide what will you do with Jesus. The choir was singing, Just As I Am, Without One Plea. My mom came downstairs and saw that God was at work in my life. In that very moment, she asked me if I wanted to pray, and that was the moment, the hour that I first believed, the moment that I said in my head and in my heart, yes, to Jesus. Well, fast forward several years later, uh, my songs are on his radio, and I'm traveling around the country. I'm doing events with Billy Graham's son, Franklin, and grandson, Will, and Will said one day, hey, I see you're going to be in North Carolina. I want to take you to meet my granddaddy. And my fondest memory um, was sitting in Billy Graham's kitchen uh, around a big wooden table, and we drank root beer together. 
and he gave me time and we spent an hour together and I asked him questions like how can I improve my personal spiritual time and my time reading the Bible and he poured wisdom into my life practical things um, and one of the lasting things that he said to me was that the quality of your ministry and the quality of your family the quality of your entire life hinges on the quality of your time spent in the word and your time spent with God Billy Graham a great man who I am very thankful for mm. Another question that Matthew West asked Billy Graham that day over root beer was, do you have any regrets? And Billy told Matthew that he regretted he had to spend so much time away from his family and children over the course of his ministry. And I just read yesterday from one of his kids that Billy Graham estimated that he was only present for about 60% of his children's youth. And Matthew West said hearing that from Billy Graham really got him thinking about his own priorities in life. And uh, he went home and it changed the way that he spent time with his family. That was a lot of sacrifice that his kids and his wife was willing to give on behalf of the gospel. Rob, Allison, and Jim. There's so many people, just like yourself, that's been impacted somehow, some way, if not directly, kind of indirectly through other people that have been impacted by Billy Graham. We're hearing from some of those stories this morning at 800-447-7234. Kathy's actually joining us. Kathy, what's your story about Billy Graham? I was 35 years old when I was wandering and wondering why my life existed and knew about God, didn't know God. Met a gal in actually Billy Graham's home state, North Carolina. She shared that Jesus loved me and the rest is history. Went to a, a revival in Raleigh, North Carolina, September 21st, 1994, and God changed my life. Uh, my husband and I are now serving uh, in East Asia on the mission field six years now. That kind of impact he had on your life, and look what you're doing today. Amen. <laughs> That's because somebody was faithful because Billy Graham shared it with them and she shared it with mm. her. And then, I mean, look at that. It's such a ripple effect. And that's so neat to watch God move through different people. Yeah, and Allison earlier was going back through the whole, I kind of like the, the gospel genealogy of how the word got to, to Billy Graham. And it started with a Sunday school teacher way back when to somebody else. Yeah, Mr. Kimbrell, uh, Kimball, Edward Kimball, a volunteer Sunday school teacher who shared Christ with D.L. Moody who shared it with somebody else, who shared it with somebody else, who shared it with Mordecai Ham, who shared it with Reverend Billy Graham. You just never know, man. I mean, you being faithful to share that message with somebody, no matter who it is, could be down the line the next Billy Graham, if you're not the next Billy Graham yourself one day. We can all be Billy Graham to That's the people right. around us. Just one person <laughs> at a time. Mm -hmm. Even Jim has a shot at it. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there wondering why Allison didn't take it back to Noah. <laughs> His morning crew. One of the lives that have been impacted by Billy Graham himself is one of the members of this group right here. Just to know you Casting crowns. Yeah, it's not often the bass players get mentioned. I know that from experience. <laughs> because he's a bass player himself, this yeah. Jim Man character. Hey, here. you mentioned it. I did. So I do get it. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then it kind of slips in there. But Chris Huffman is the bass player for Casting Crowns, and he's got a little story of how Billy Graham impacted his life. 
want to thank you also, Dr. Graham, for your influence and uh, your commitment to ministry and doing what God has called you to do. And uh, on a personal note, I uh, skipped my senior year of high school homecoming dance to go to see Jarja Clay, DC Talk, and Billy Graham. And uh, I felt that was way more important to do. And, and my, my mom and dad and my brother also came with me. And it's, it's definitely a big moment in my life that I'll never forget because I really felt the Lord telling me that I really needed to answer his call to ministry. And I just thank you for your commitment to serving the Lord. See, even bass players are affected by Billy Graham. Mm, even them. Yes. Skipping the prom, yeah, right? exactly. That's mind-blowing for a teenager. That is a huge impact. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I would too. Oh, yeah. What was going on in that guy's head? <laughs> he didn't have a date. <laughs> no, come on. I'm just kidding. Bass players come always on. have dates. That was really God tugging at his heart saying, right. you need to come here and look what happened. And now he's still playing bass for Casting Crowns, making an impact on lives because of what Reverend Billy Graham did in Chris Humphrey's life. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. There are so many people carrying that same love of Christ to people all over the world. People like Lauren Daigle. She's just 26 years old, but man, she has got a bright future ahead of her and a heart for Christ. In the passing of Billy Graham, I just want to honor him by saying he was a, a man who was faithful to his calling. And we see all of these areas of life where he said, no, I'm going to stand for the kingdom. No, I'm going to stand for the kingdom. No, I'm going to stand for the kingdom. He was a faithful, faithful steward who really could see the difference between what earth perspective looks like and kingdom per perspective looks like. So I just want to honor him by saying thank you, Billy, for all that you've done and for the, the path that you've paved for all of us to walk through. Billy Graham said, I don't need a successor, only willing hands to accept the torch for a new generation. And hearing from awesome people like Lauren Daigle at 26 years old gives me hope for the next generation. Isn't that great? That is the next generation right there. And I love the fact that that message continues because it's the timeless message of the cross that started with Jesus in the first place. The torch is being carried on. Absolutely. We can rejoice in that. His morning crew. Honored this morning to be joined by Kirk Cameron. In no, wait a minute. You're in New York City now. That's right. The Big Apple, baby. The Big Apple. Yeah, right you got a pretty nice line. view there from your hotel room. It looks good. Yeah, it's really nice. It's, it's really high up here. And, uh, but it, New York City is always an exciting place to be for a weekend. Yeah. I don't want to live here. But for a weekend, it's pretty cool. Well, of course, Kirk, we've been talking and remembering Billy Graham. What went through your mind when you heard of Billy Graham's passing yesterday? You know, I, I was in Virginia Beach, and I saw the television screen that said Billy Graham dies at 99. And it just, it, I just, it took my breath away, to be honest. I remember at 17 years old, I had a chance to meet Billy Graham when he had his star placed on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I was not really sure who he was because I had just become a Christian uh, months earlier. But I went and I met him, and, it, and, and over the years, I finally understood 
what a shi shining star he has been for the gospel, all the, the people that he has inspired, and the people who will meet in heaven because of his preaching. And I'm so honored to have known him. You know, I was reading about that star on Hollywood Boulevard with Billy Graham, and, and he said, you know, it feels a little egotistic, egotistical to have that, but he was thinking about the kids that would walk over his name and then the parents that would be able to then share the gospel by explaining who Billy Graham was. It was kind of neat to think about. It, it's, it, and he's absolutely right. My son yesterday uh, said, Dad, um, you know, who, who is Billy Graham? And, uh, and I got a chance to talk with him about Billy Graham, and this is going to start a great conversation about the gospel and uh, the, the, the importance of people understanding who Jesus is. Now, on that day, back when he got his star and you were there, Billy shared this advice for those in television, film, and radio. He said, I would call upon the industry today to put more emphasis on moral and spiritual values. How are you taking that to heart today? Oh, wow. What, uh, what important and wise words. You know, I, I, for, for years, I've tried to make projects that were going to be a, a real help spiritually and morally for families. And I, I have a, a brand new movie project that's coming out that I think is so important that every parent needs to see. It's called Connect. And it's about giving real help to parents who are raising kids in a social media and technology world. Uh, you, you have kids. And you have the same concern that every one of us parents have, and that is my kids are on uh, Instagram or maybe they're on Snapchat or Twitter, and there's so many dangers and reports of uh, dangerous things happening to kids now. We as parents really need to understand this and help our kids navigate through this world, and that's what this new movie, Connect, is all about. Well, I know it's very important to you because you have like six teens in the house, dude. You really got to <laughs> keep in contact with all that. Well, you scared me there. I thought you meant 16, and I thought no, maybe no, I no. lost <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a few others running around you haven't seen just yet, but six teenagers in the house at the same time. I can see why you're so passionate about this, because your kids are involved in social media, just like everybody's child is in this day and age. Uh, that's right. And, and the crazy thing is, Rob, is that the truth is we are pioneer parents. We are the generation that is doing this for the first time. Our parents didn't raise kids who were on Instagram. And so really we're figuring it out. We're blazing new trails. And every parent is concerned that there is this secret digital underworld that their kids are a part of that they're not very familiar with. And it is so important. The experts are telling us that we must stay connected with our kids and all that they're connected to. And that's what I do in Connect. I speak to experts uh, in family counseling and psychology, along with neuroscience, uh, technology entrepreneur, and even my pastor to, to get in front of all of this and offer help to parents uh, and grandparents who are raising children in a social media world. Yeah, Kirk Cameron's Connect the Movie is actually going to be in theaters. It's a Fathom event next week. It's on Tuesday and Thursday next week. That's the 27th and then March the 1st. On your website, I was going through it, and I noticed you have all these great resources that are on your website, including the uh, Circle device that Disney has. That, that's right. What I try to do is offer parents help on uh, parenting tips along with real technology that can help them to monitor and limit and be aware of their children's online presence. So Circle with Disney is one of those devices. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, 
we understand that we cannot outsource parenting to a piece of technology. Mm -hmm. Siri is not a good substitute for a mom or a dad. And so we need to be fully connected. It's, uh, it's amazing how our children appear to be more connected than ever, when in reality, experts are saying this is the loneliest generation that has ever existed. And so even more reason for us to make sure that that we are in relationship with our kids. <laughs> Boy, and I tell you, and Connect's going to help us with that. I'm so glad that you're championing this so that we can learn as parents how to really connect with our kids better and how while they're in a connected society that we can be more involved in their lives. Absolutely. Um, it, it's an honor for me. And so, uh, you know, if, if you're concerned, anybody out there about the content and the people your kids are uh, viewing and connecting with, if you're concerned about how much time they're spending online, I think Connect will really help. So I hope I see you there at the movies. It's next week. It's Tuesday and Thursday. We'll have more about that on our website at historyo.com. As a matter of fact, Kirk was very nice to give us one of those circle devices. And if you open up the His Radio app right now, because we're going to connect with you, we have that to give away. You can just go right to the uh, His Radio app. It's in Google Play and the App Store. We'll get you connected, and you'll see more about Kirk Cameron's Connect. That's in theaters next week on Tuesday and Thursday. Dude, you're awesome. Thanks for the time this morning. Rob Allison, great to talk with you guys. I, I love his radio. I love you guys in the morning. Keep up the great work. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Beldy's along with us at 800-447-7234. Well, what's your Billy Graham moment, Veldy? As a child, uh, I remember sitting in the, in the, on the floor in the living room watching a black and white TV. Because hmm. I'm 71 now, so that was a long time ago. And we, we, we just would always gather to listen, you know, because we couldn't afford to go wherever he was, you know. And it was just, just amazing. He, he was just, I, it's hard to put words into him that he was. He, Isn't it amazing I, how he was so ahead of his time even then? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he used the social media of the day, which was the television, to yeah. get the word out like that. Right, and it was so new then, you know, the black and white TV, of course, right now people are but it was it was new to people, you know, and uh, and we we always gather around. Then as time goes on, you know, we could still see him in color, you know, uh, which was even more special. I never got a chance to see him live, but but he but he was live to me on TV, you know. Yeah, and he was live to Matthew West on TV as well because that's how Matthew West came to Christ. Mm -hmm. One of the artists that we play here on his radio. It's so interesting to hear all of these calls and people that feel like they knew him, even though this lady never even saw him live. She feels this connection to Billy Graham and a friend of mine is actually Billy's granddaughter and her um response yesterday was something so anticipated can still be so shocking. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the love. The world has lost a warrior, a lion, and the most humble, authentic spirit I have ever known. Blessed to call him grandfather. So we ne definitely need to remember the family members who are grieving the loss of Billy Graham. Yeah, definitely praying for them today. I know you are as well. Rob, Allison, and Jim. The impact of Billy Graham on this globe in leaders' lives and people that came to his crusades were amazing. But you know, he's impacted individuals just like you and me. Mm -hmm. And it still continues every single day because Billy Graham still has a strong presence on the internet, on social media. You see the message that he preached lived on because it's the timeless message of Christ. And we hear from Ellen this morning who has an incredible message of how this has impacted her family's life. My 
My aunt died well before I was born in a tragic bicycling accident. It's really bizarre. And when I asked my grandmother about the whole situation um, after losing one of my friends way too early as well and how she was able to have peace, she told me that she had a really hard time with it at first, but then one day she was at church and they were playing a Billy Graham video of one of his retreats. There, as clear as day in the front of the crowd, was my aunt praising Jesus and listening during one of Billy Graham's servants. Because she was able to see that, she knew where my aunt had gone, and she told me, you know, as long as you know where they've gone once they've passed, then you can have peace with it. And, um, and so that's one of the first times where I actually heard Billy Graham's name and started paying attention to what he did was that he was, he was, his retreat was able to give my grandmother such peace after losing her daughters. That's greatly impacted your life. Yeah, it really did. Um, when you see how they live it versus what they say, then you know. Obviously, Billy Graham lived it and the people that he impacted, I mean, just the generations that he's impacted because of even just that one retreat. And isn't it amazing how the impact still continues into today, Billy Graham's life? My son is 16. He only knows the name. He doesn't know anything else outside of what Billy Graham has done in this life. Mm. Yeah, but um, just being able to talk about him and mm -hmm. his life now that he's passed. I mean, you, you were talking about this earlier, how this is like his last sermon. This is his last chance to have a crusade. And he's not even with us anymore. Mm -hmm. He's in heaven. But so many people are talking about Christ right now because of Billy Graham. His Morning Crew as we remember and honor the life of Billy Graham and what he has done simply by staying on course to the call and always remembering that it's all about Jesus. And that's what he was all about. And we are honored that Don Wilton, who is pastor of First Baptist Church in Spartanburg and also Billy Graham's pastor is along with us. Boy, what the past couple of days that you have had, Pastor Wilton. Yes, it's been a, it's really been a, a quite a, an emotional uh, day. Now going into the second day, as one can only imagine, and uh, you know, as we hear literally um, from people all around the world, you can uh, get a, a great sense of of just how much people love Mr. Graham. You know, there's such a deep sense of love. And it, it just runs so deep. It's very, very meaningful. And how grateful we are for his life and testimony. Where were you when you heard the news that he had passed? Could you say that again? Where were you when you heard the news that he passed? I actually was up at Samaritan's Purse uh, in Boone. Um, I was privileged to be their speaker that morning. And uh, I had spent uh, some time up there, and um, I was in the middle of uh, sharing the Word of God with all the personnel uh, that work for Samaritan's Purse, not only there, but in their centers in the United States. And um, all of a sudden, word came through uh, about uh, Mr. Graham's home calling. And... Uh, it was really quite a, quite a, a time. I mean, I was in the middle of my, my message and God was speaking and there was such a tremendous presence there. And uh, 
I knew something was going down, and, and my wife, Karen, who was there, held up a sign eventually, uh, letting me know up at the podium that Mr. Graham had passed away. And I stopped speaking immediately. And, um, and of course, uh, everybody was brought up to speed. And ironically, um, I was about to get in my car heading back towards Spartanburg uh, and was going to go and see and have lunch with Mr. Graham. And uh, that was where I was headed. And, uh, you know, I felt immediately that the Lord Jesus Christ uh, just made a determination that he wanted to have lunch with his servant that day. Hmm. And uh, I just thought that was a beautiful thought that God put in my heart, you know. Now, we know that, and, you, uh, we know that you are Billy Graham's pastor, but how did that come to be that Don Wilton was, was uh, charged with that task? Well, I think I will defer that to Mr. Graham's own words uh, because uh, he was uh, asked that a number of times when I was with him by various people. And he would always just look up and just say, God, you know, and uh, I always brought a smile to my face because, uh, <clears throat> you know, to this day and for the rest of my life, I... I will never be able to fully comprehend uh, why the Lord would have would have allowed me the privilege of sitting at the feet uh, of of a man of a servant of God like Dr. Billy Graham. Um, but it all came it 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 came to a head, so to speak, uh, when I came to Spartanburg 25 years ago, and um, it was after my first message there, in fact. Uh, right on 25 years ago, and uh, Mr. Graham called me in my office, and uh, he had been watching on television, and he wanted to chat to me and, and invited me to come up to the house in Montreat and to spend some time with both he and Mrs. Graham. So <laughs> you can imagine, you know, we've got to put this into its rightful perspective now. Um, it was just probably one of the greatest uh, honors of my life. And uh, I'll never forget um, going up to visit with the Grahams and the manner with which they received me, uh, came out and opened the car door and were just so gracious to me. And, and it was like an instant uh, friendship began, which is so hard to describe. Me as a young man with... Dr. Billy Graham, and he invited me to come back immediately, and uh, which I did. I'm and sure. That just... I'm sure you have so many memories from those visits, but which one is your favorite story to tell? Oh, I have, uh, I have a lot of those. <laughs> I, I think it was uh, my favorite story, uh, which encompasses. Um, just years of stories together is the story of me sitting, walking, talking, laughing, uh, playing with the dogs, uh, eating food, hot dogs. Uh, I tell people stealing one another's yogurt. Um, I, I, one of my, my favorite uh, <laughs> stories that I always remember was one time sitting around the table and uh, he, he invited me to take a spoon of his yogurt. 
So I dipped my spoon in it and be quite honest with you, it was jolly good yogurt. And so uh, he said, well, have another, have another shot, you know. So I, I, I put my spoon in it again. And, and the third time, I actually didn't ask him. I just went ahead and helped myself to another spoonful of his yogurt. So he, um, he called one of the ladies that, that was up there at the house. And she came into the door. She said, yes, Mr. Graham, what can I do for you? He said, would you mind... Um, getting me some more yogurt out of the refrigerator please <clears throat> and so she did and when she was there and he said and while you're there please get dr wilton his own yogurt he keeps feeling mine <laughs> oh, how wonderful Don Wilton, pastor, First Baptist Spartanburg, also Billy Graham's pastor. We're praying for you and the family. I know that there's a, a couple of days that are ahead, a whole week ahead, that a lot of people are going to be turning toward your attention as well. And we are so honored that you took a few moments to spend some time with us here at His Radio today. It is my absolute pleasure. We appreciate you so very much at His Radio and, and all of our listeners and I know that so many people are joining and praying for the family. I'm with them as I speak to you. And uh, I know that God is going to be blessed greatly uh, through the life and testimony of Dr. Billy Graham.